Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's 3 o'clock on Dukes and Bell. I find it interesting. Thanks for making us your sports station. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Getting ready for Super Bowl 57 all week long. Coming up in about 20 minutes, Solomon Wilcox is going to join us. And uh, we'll talk about all things Super Bowl as we start to count down to Sunday. Um, The line hasn't moved, by the way. Still one and a half. I don't know if it will, Mike, as the teams get out there, start working out. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, I I still think that Vegas is obviously trying to get get action on both teams. And here's the thing. Does this just come down to you believing more in Patrick Mahomes than you are in Jalen Hurts? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's got to, you know, I think most most people out there say make him throw. They're going to make Hurts throw the ball at least 25 to 30 times, and you'll see what you can do. I know the, the Chiefs may be losing some of that explosiveness. I said, you know, oh, they're going to lose Tyreek. They're going to miss Tyreek Hill. They didn't against the Bengals. Is this the game they missed Tyreek Hill? I know what Cole Hardman is banged up now, so that may be a concern. But I'm with you. I think, you know, again, it's – the Eagles certainly have got a great defense, and it's a better defense, I would argue, than the Chiefs. But you know, you you know what you're going to get from Mahomes, even if when the they, they were a five to one underdog, Mahomes is going to pull something out, as he did with a bad ankle. So that's why I think it's again, we'll get into the nuts and bolts of this throughout the week. But I just feel, man, this one's going to come down to the last possession. I, I think it's going to be a good one. I do too, uh, and at least we hope so. Especially if you are going to be at a Super Bowl party, because there's nothing worse mm. than the game sucking. The food being gone, and you're right. like, the game's not any good. There's nothing worse. All right, coming up, Solomon Wilcox will join us. Um, we're going to hear from Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes here coming up as part of our NFL Blitz. Also, we'll get to Yeah Man, No Man. If you're just joining us, we've talked about it. We'll continue to talk about Kyrie going to Dallas to play with mm-hmm. Luka Doncic and what it means for our Hawks. I mean, the, the bottom line now is, are the, the Brooklyn Nets better than they were before the Kyrie trade. Now, only time's going to tell, but if you say, well, they're not, then that means they're not going to be a top four team. Somebody's going to ascend, Mike. I think Toronto's going to be a seller at the trade deadline, you know, in the Eastern Conference. Mm -hmm. There are going to be some teams that improve and have a chance to move up here over the next 30, 30 30-some-odd games. 
Are we going to be one of those teams? And I'm saying it today. I think we got to risk it. If you're telling me we're going to stay packed, Thursday mm-hmm. comes and goes, and you feel good about this being a championship-caliber team, I, I don't feel that way. I know you're going to say, well, we'll get to playoffs. Anything can happen. Look at the uh, last few years. This doesn't feel like that. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. I mean, I'm looking at the, all the different names you and I spoke about last hour, different free agents, different pieces, and I just feel, you know, other than the big athletic wing, you know, I mean, and that's another thing. If, if Nate just played the rookies, you might actually have some of those guys here on this roster, but you wouldn't know it, mm. you know, and they continue to develop. So, Bogey, uh, if you're going to move on from Bogey, you send the wrong message to the fan base. If you trade John Collins and you don't get the right stuff in return, you send the wrong message to the fan base. Then we will discuss, does this front office really know what they're doing? Can't speak to that just yet because, you know, everything sort of came as a revelation the last few weeks that – no, Schlenk was in no way involved with his team. No, he did not really think that DeJounte, he liked DeJounte Murray, but he didn't want to give up all the things we gave up for him. And then you get into why the John Collins, as you brought up last week, why didn't they consummate a John Collins trade when we had everything, all those rumors about Phoenix, for instance, right? right. All that stuff. Phoenix, by the way, apparently going to make a play for Brooklyn to get Durant out there. They wanted to do this earlier this summer when Durant wanted out of Brooklyn. Yeah. And if that happens... Then we are moving up into the playoffs, into the playing position, if we can just put a run together. Yeah. And the Suns become a much more viable right. championship team with Booker and Durant. Right. And then they'll, kill, they'll hold on. De- Paul, DeAndre Ayton. Right. Yeah, right. they'll move on from Paul. But still, I think that's a... Now you become a juggernaut out there in the West. We'll see. It should be interesting mm-hmm. on Thursday. It's Dukes and Bell. Let's get to an NFL blitz. Hey. Hey. Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz. Dukes and Bell. NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. We were just talking about Jalen Hurts. Mike says, make him beat you throwing the football. Mm. We'll see what the Chiefs do, but here's Jalen Hurts talking about the opportunity in front of him. We have a heck of an opportunity in front of us, and we've worked really hard to be where we are now. So to have the opportunity is, is something that you earn. We want to work really hard to take advantage of it. They seem loose. Saw some footage of them mm-hmm. leaving and having fun in Philly before getting on the, the plane, Mike, to head out to Phoenix. They seem like they're ready. I mean, as right. far as the the emotional aspect of it, they don't seem tight. Philly doesn't seem like, oh, we've won all these games, and now here's the moment. I, I don't think they're taking this on this way. Guys, I think the pressure's on the Chiefs. They're back in the Super Bowl again. Yeah, and again, Andy Reid. Andy Reid, let's be honest. Patrick Mahomes has changed the narrative about Andy Reid in the postseason. He was the guy that could never win the big one. Could yeah. never could never get to the big one for many years in Philadelphia. And then Mahomes, I gotta be honest, you know, Andy does some screwy things. That's part of the reason why they've lost some of those games recently at Arrowhead is well, how he manages the clock before the two minutes of that for the half at the end of the game. Uh, I think when you got a guy like Jason Kelsey, you're going to be loose no matter what. That Eagles team is loose. They've won uh, still some guys in the core that won a Super Bowl back in the day with Peterson, so they, they won't be their first rodeo either. No doubt about it. Let's hear from Patrick Mahomes talking about having prior experience of this, the week leading into the Super Bowl. Does it matter that you've been there? You know how to handle all of that stuff, Patrick? I used to have that experience before. I can teach other guys and help them along as well because um, even though we're, it's the same team, we have a lot of new players, and so I'm excited to get these guys down there to get that experience, and at the end of the day, you want to win the game. So I just want to make sure those guys keep that in mind. Okay. Well, listen, you've been there. You've done that. You know right. how to handle it. Tickets and the family and friends and all of that stuff that you've got to deal with this Super Bowl week. 
the media aspect of it, Mike, is tonight the night, Bo, that they do the media the media night. What do they call it? They changed it, right? Opening night. Yeah, they call it That's opening right. night. Didn't they do that when we went to the Super Bowl? Yes. Down in uh, Minute Maid. At Minute Maid Park. That's right. Yeah. Opening again, night. It's funny because over the weekend, I didn't tweet it out because his memories are just too hard. But uh, you and I would see low. At the big pep rally we had, we had thousands of people in Atlanta, from Atlanta in Houston. But all those things that are on this date, you know, back in uh, 17, all started popping up on our phones over the weekend. It did, yeah. Everything was so great till till the end of and the, those last, you know, 20 minutes. Man, I just, I mean, I was just so proud of, like, how many folks came and showed right. out. Like, they took the city over. We took the city over. Everybody was pulling for us. Everybody. You know? Everybody in Houston was pulling for us. That, that was the thing, man. It was like, hey, ATL was just everywhere. Yeah. Anyways. And uh, then, you know, years later, I'm playing craps at a casino outside the Steelers Stadium. <laughs> I can't believe you let those guys off the hook. Because <laughs> I went to that Steelers preseason game the next year. Unbelievable. Yes, we know. We're familiar with it. Mm. And it hangs around our neck like an albatross. It was tough. Hey, Chris Lindstrom was at uh, Pro Bowl weekend over in Vegas. Uh, we mentioned this, that the game was a flag football game. Players seem like they enjoyed it. Okay, cool. But Chris Lindstrom was talking to ESPN, and he was just like, Mike, taking it all in. What's up, guys? It's Chris Lindstrom here from the Pro Bowl. Just excited. uh, About to kick off the event. Rise up. Yeah, man. I mean, I want to see him do more of this. I want to see more of our offensive line. Can we get two and three offensive line? Like the Eagles. Can we get two, like Lane Johnson and Kelsey, right. can we get like two or three of our offensive linemen year in and year out, perennial yeah. pro bowlers? I mean, Jake is that guy. He's just under perennial pro bowl level, solid, you know, but, you know, yeah, you want that guy. And we got one in the list, or maybe we get another, maybe we'll have another guard. Maybe we'll find that guy. Yeah. Maybe we'll draft a tackle. Maybe we'll go, you know, against the script in this in this draft. Um, we mentioned earlier the injury issues. The Chiefs have activated Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Okay. And McCole Hardman is on the IR. Oh, he's done. So he's out. And I was asking you about, you know, Tyreek Hill. Would they miss him? Didn't miss him last week. So it's Isaiah Pacheco, McKinnon, and Hilaire, along with Ronald Jones. Pretty good bunch of options for Patrick Mahomes, both running and catching the ball out of the backfield. Yeah, and I was going to say, Mike, you could use you could use all those yeah, guys. Yeah, you can spread Pacheco, and they did. You can use yeah. Pacheco out wide. You can do the same thing with uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Interesting. All right, uh, Brian Flores is going to get a second interview with the Cardinals. Um does it mean he gets the job? No, but the Cardinals are one of these teams. We're waiting to see who gets the Colts and Cardinals job. Everybody else, mm-hmm. everybody else is is done, right? The three teams now that have hired their head coaches, Sean Payton, by the way, had his presser, um, had his orange tie on representing the Broncos. But, yeah, I don't know who gets the, the Cardinals job. If you're Brian Flores, you just want another shot at being a head coach. Right. But there are other guys that are up for the job. Giants offensive coordinator is up for it. I think the Bengals offensive coordinator, Brian Callahan, uh, Brian Callahan is up for it. There's some competition there. But, Mike, I got to be honest. Of all the jobs, I thought the Texans was the worst just right. because of the, the front office. To me, this is the second worst. Well, I mean, you've got to find a guy who can get with, you know, let's be honest, Kyler Murray and fix it. Because it's not, I mean, it's, is it bad as Russell Wilson? I don't know. But remember, when things got bad, he's shouting at his own coach. He's yeah. kind of undermining the coach who was specifically brought in to make this thing run like a Swiss watch. Never really did. Got to one playoff game. So, I don't know. I mean, you got you got to find a guy. I would think Callahan from the Bengals, based on the success they've had, would be the guy. Because you got to fix. You, I mean, to really go defense, you really can't. Kyler Murray's the face. You gave him the big contract. It's kind of like the same argument when Fields in Chicago had a defensive coach, got hired over there. you got to go with an offensive mind here, don't you? I think so. Because I mean, normally it's you go from an offensive to a you flip it. Right? Yes. You go from a player's coach to a hard ass. But in this case, I think you got to fix Murray. Yeah, I agree. Hey, the Cowboys hired Brian Schottenheimer over the weekend. He's their all- offensive coordinator. He's not going to call plays. It's still going to be Mike McCarthy. But, Mike, 
Bro, how uncompelling. Schottenheimer? How uncompelling is that? I mean, that's Brian Schottenheimer who's here in Georgia Mm. and Seattle. And yuck. And a lot of folks, you know, only time will tell, but a lot of people say McCarthy hasn't been doing this for a minute, and he's going to, you know, I don't know. I think Jerry Jones is making a colossal mistake here. Yeah. Sticking with McCarthy, and and then Kellen Moore was no great shakes. I see why he moved on. But this one, I don't know. This is a lot of meh right there, Carl, with a lot of weapons. McCarthy saying, I'm happy to have Mm. Brian take on this key role. But he's not calling plays. But he's here with our organization, and he's been here. But he won't be calling plays. I mean, that's kind of how this went. You said Mm. it. Schottenheimer, um, he's kind of been all over the place. Was Jacksonville's passing game coordinator under Urban Meyer. Ah, disaster. Yeah. And then you mentioned it, Seahawks, Colts, Jets, and oh, by the way, is the long-time yeah. NFL son of, of Marty Schottenheimer. Everybody knows that. But if you're bringing – if McCarthy's calling the shots, and I guess you got to have – got to fill this out, you got to have that office that has to have someone in it. But what is he doing? I mean, is McCarthy sending for dipping Dots during TV timeouts? <laughs> Run over to one of the suites. Give me the ribs. Hey, I, mean, I, I want the beef ribs. I, I smell some great, delicious chicken fingers in that suite, that floor-level <laughs> suite over there. I don't know. I just don't want these guys do these jobs, and they're not actually doing the job. But this, but real quick, in fairness to him, we've said the same thing about why Eric Bieniemy doesn't get a job or Byron Leftwich, whose stock is down because he's out. But when you have a head coach who's so linked with the offense, what exactly does that guy do? Yeah, it's fair. Uh, but Schottenheimer is going to step in. And, and, again, I don't know, Mike. That's a great, great point about what are his day-to-day responsibilities. Now, everybody's in on game planning, okay? Mm-hmm. It's not as if, like, Mike McCarthy or any of these coaches are in a room by themselves and then they walk in and go, hey, this is what we're doing this week. It doesn't work that way. So he'll be in on game planning. But game day? Hmm. Just helping clock management? I mean, what are you doing? Hey, a lot of folks are plugging Aaron Rodgers into uh, Green Bay. A lot of talk over this weekend in Vegas and Aaron Rodgers reuniting with Devontae Adams after Devontae Adams left him to reunite with Derek Carr. But the idea of Rodgers to the Raiders, I saw it this morning on uh, Good Morning Football and NFL Network, and they were putting some stock into that. What do you think about that? Um, I think it sets up perfectly for Aaron Rodgers if he wants to do it. And, you know, listen, Devontae became Devontae while he played with right. Aaron Rodgers, okay? He wasn't a scrub this year either. Go look at his numbers with, with Derek Carr. He put up numbers. It was just it seemed like it got off to a slow start. But, Mike, if you're Rodgers, do you have more offensive weapons mm. in Vegas? And is that offense going to be more potent and score more points? Well, th- what's going to happen with Josh Jacobs? Because they didn't pick up his option. No, they did not. So they're going to—he's gone potentially. Yep. Sounds like he's got some hurt feelings there. Sure. You got a great—you uh, got a good tight end. You got a good possession receiver, and of course, you got Devontae Adams. So it's not—I mean, but still, I don't know. I mean, after all this talk, I bet he's still in Green Bay. And we—we uh, we always we, 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 we always do. move him down the monopoly board, as we say. The Jets makes a lot of sense because of Nathaniel Hackett and their connection, but who knows? NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMen'sMedical.com. Coming up, Solomon Wilcox is going to join us. We'll talk to him about all things Super Bowl. Who does he trust more, Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes? Find out next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This is Jim Rome. Dukes and Bell is the best on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Countdown to Super Bowl 57. Oh, can't wait till Sunday. Solomon Wilcox is here, Emmy Award winning broadcaster. He's got a, uh, a great podcast he does. He's doing so many things, and he's also going to tell us about 
Marcy, uh, Macy, that is, should I say, uh, a treatment for uh, folks that just like you that uh, that's available. But right now, I want to talk about the Super Bowl. And Solomon, it's good to have you back on the show, man. I was just asking Mike this question. I'm curious to know what you think. Does Sunday simply come down to who you trust? Is it Patrick Mahomes or is it Jalen Hurts? Because I look at this this game and I'm looking at the line and I'm going, okay, I, I know what Patrick is about. I've seen him in this game. But as good as Jalen Hurts has been all season long, do you trust him in this moment to be as dynamic as he's been all season long? You know, I, I, to be honest with you, I trust them both. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you and I both know they go, both go about beating you in different ways. Jalen Hurts with the design run game um, that uh, allows them to really activate their entire backfield uh, with the other running backs in Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, and Boston Scott. But Mahomes is the consummate conductor. Like, if you told me if this game came down to the final possession, who could get the ball into the end zone and win it for their team? I think a lot of people, including myself, are going to weigh heavily uh, on the side of Patrick Mahomes. I know you did the uh, podcast with uh, Eric Bieniemy. We're going to talk more about him in a minute. But the, this offense and, and all the weapons, I, I was wondering, would they ever lose Tyreek Hill and miss him? But it seems like now you lose McCole Harbin. I think they have enough playmakers. I know they're getting uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire back, but they got all the weapons they need. Yeah, look, they, I think they do have the weapons. And if you think about the lost production of one Tyreek Hill, you would think, wow, no way Mahomes is going to be able to come back the next year and throw for over 5,000 yards. No way they're going to be able to lead the league in scoring. Um, they, we saw offensive production spike in 2022, even though they lose one of the most prolific and most explosive players in Tyreek Hill. Go look at the production, particularly in the passing game, next to the name of Jared McKinnon, and look at what he's done down inside the red zone. Look at how many offensive um, – receptions for touchdowns that he's been able to score. And you could see a lot of that production being moved um, to Patrick Mahomes being more patient, finding his running backs coming out of the backfield in that way. I don't know that we're not talking enough about how the running backs match up with the Eagles linebackers coming out of the backfield in the passing game. I know you do the believe in uh, Bengals podcast. I'm curious do you think that the Chiefs' defense can get after Jalen Hurts like they did Joe Burrow? Now, we know the Bengals were injured up front, and you know they were dealing with a lot of things, but Solomon, are, are they capable of doing anything close to having Jalen Hurts running for his life that they had, like they had Joe Burrow doing his? Probably not. I, I mean, let's face it, the Bengals are missing three of their five um, starters on that offensive line. This Eagles offensive line is formidable. I mean, they are the truth, led by Jason Kelsey. I think what happens is, if you would ask most defensive coordinators around this league, would you want to face the Jalen Hurts that when you force him to be a pocket passer and see if he could beat you? Oh, do you want him operating in the RPO system in that run-pass option? They would say, oh, no, we'd rather him be back in the pocket. Even if he had time to throw, we like our odds. And I think – uh, the Chiefs are going to first have to stop the RPO game, that run-pass option that seems to keep defenses back on their heels. And I think if I'm Steve Spagnuolo, I'm blowing that up at the at the mesh point. Mm. While they're trying to read and react to what the defense is doing, I'm not allowing them to do that. Mm. I'm getting penetration. I'm trying to blow up the run-pass option and force Jalen Hurts to become a pocket passer. You and I both know that's he's gotten better at that. Right. I think he proved it at the start of the season. 
but you know he's gone three of the last four games without a passing touchdown. And so that's the, the area that I would be looking to thread the needle, forcing Jalen Hurts to become a pocket passer and prove that he can continue to do it on the biggest stage. It is Solomon Wilcon's guys played safety for the Bengals, playing that great Super Bowl against the 49ers. Joins us here on the WaitFor.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hotline, because there's the rub. Uh, Sirianni, this is his first rodeo. Not the first rodeo for Andy Reid as the head coach, but you're right. I think you look at this and you say, the Eagles, you kind of had a charmed path, Solomon. They didn't have to really sweat the Giants, and the 49ers game was pretty much over before it started, and this is going to be a 15-round fight, isn't it? You guys are right. And, look, I think if we were honest, even before the season started, we thought that the AFC was stacked, that that was the gauntlet. Um, and then as the, as the season unfolded, you looked at the NFC and said, it's the Eagles, it's the 49ers, and uh, nobody else. And by the time the Eagles got to the NFC Championship game, they're playing with their fourth quarterback. Now, the Eagles had something to do with that, but they knocked Brock Purdy out, their third quarterback of the season, and got to Josh Johnson, knocked him out. But you and I both know the Eagles have had less resistance in their pathway to the Super Bowl than, say, the, the Kansas City Chiefs. But here they are. It is a heavyweight fight. Both are number one seeds, and I don't know that any of us are questioning if they're the best team in their conference. And now uh, we're going to have to see who can who can overcome the other. Will it be the AFC team that I think that had to go through a much more difficult road to get here? We'll see if that wins out on the big stage in this game. Solomon Wilcox joining us here on Dukes and Bell. Tell us about Macy and what it is and what it does for people. Well, guys, imagine uh, you're experiencing cartilage knee pain. You know, roughly 12 million people each year go to their doctor complaining about some kind of knee pain. About half of that, 6 million people, end up experiencing cartilage damage. Well, imagine that the doctor can go into your knee um, and perform a biopsy, pull the healthy tissue from your cartilage, place it on a cartilage uh, membrane and grow it, uh, and then put it back in to insert it in those areas that have been damaged. That's what the Macy procedure is all about uh, by Vericell. You go to Macy.com, M-A-C-I.com to find out more. If you are experiencing cartilage damage, you're looking for a doctor in your area, ask them about Macy. You can go to the website, read up about it, and find a doctor in your area 
that performs the procedure. Um, this is about getting weekend warriors back to going out and having fun and getting people back to their everyday lives, not to mention athletes being able to get back to competition and getting back on the field. Like that. Yeah, that's part of the deal, man. You can't lose weight if you can't, you know, move and do some cardio, do all that stuff. It is, take it from us. Right. It is uh, Solomon Wilcox with us, guys, on the WaitForIt.com hotline. You think this is going to be a high-scoring game, Solomon, on Sunday? You know, I do. I, I like both defenses, but I just think the offense um, and Patrick Mahomes, I think they're, they're that good. I think both teams will be over 20 points for sure. Um, if one team starts to turn it over a little bit more, I think they can find it difficult to hit 30, right? So I think both teams score anywhere between 20 to 30 points. If I had to pick a team that could score over 30 uh, for sure, I think it would be the Chiefs. But I think both teams, think about it. The Eagles have scored 30-plus points in both of their postseason games and held their opponent to seven points or less in both postseason games. So both teams are capable of lighting it up, but I see both scoring 20 to 25 points each, um, and that's the floor. For both teams. Solomon, before we let you go, I, I want to get your thoughts on, on Andy Reid. Um, it's silly to say he's underrated or underappreciated, but he's been damn good in his career. And here he is in another Super Bowl. We never talk about Andy Reid like we do Bill Belichick. And I'm not saying that, you know, we should based on the fact that Belichick has won a lot more Super Bowls. But consistency and winning, he's done that. He's been one of the most consistent, and he's won a lot of games, and here he is back in another Super Bowl. He's a program builder, right, guys? I mean, he's done that. Both of these teams has the culture of the organization. The foundation to both organizations starts with Andy Reid. His 14 seasons spent in Philadelphia, I think Jeffrey Lurie will tell you, foundation of what they know to be the winning formula with the Eagles was started back in 1999 with Andy Reid. Since coming over to the Kansas City Chiefs, his 10 seasons playing, you know, and running Clark Hunt's team, um, they've never experienced this kind of success or run of success ever in the history of the franchise prior to, to having Andy Reid come over. And now um, winning, you know, going to five straight AFC conference title games, going to the Super Bowl now for the third time in the last four years. Andy Reid's got his fingerprints all over both of these franchises. And I think we should celebrate that. I think you bringing it up, I think it's very important, and I think it should not be ignored. It is Solomon Wilcox with us, guys, here on the WaitForIt.com hotline. mentioned you spoke with Eric Bieniemy last week. If the Chiefs win this Super Bowl, because Bieniemy he interviewed for almost everything. There's only two coaching jobs left. I would think Bieniemy with Mahomes, not to you know, pigeonhole it, but wouldn't that be a nice fit in Arizona? But it seems like he's not even mentioned for any of these jobs. Yeah, I think he'd be great fit for what Kyler Murray needs, right? I mean, you need a guy like him to help right the ship. I think whoever comes into Arizona, they're going to have to be able to rein in the quarterback, or, you know, really help him to understand what the culture's like, what being a good teammate is like. And he's got to be a stakeholder along with the head coach of building something special. Eric the enemy is that kind of guy. He's that kind of force multiplier. Um, and so we're hoping the best for him, but I – I think to your point, if if the Chiefs win this Super Bowl, don't we have to start mentioning them as a potential dynasty? Don't we have right. to start mentioning yes. this period of, of run of success with Andy Reid, uh, Patrick Mahomes, and Eric Bieniemy as sort of this winning formula that cannot be denied? I, I think it'll be a phenomenal run, 
and they and they still have this future out there ahead of them where you're going to have to start to kind of mention them as the next dynasty in the NFL. Great stuff, Solomon. Continued success, brother. Glad to have you on, uh, and it's always good to hear from you. And check out Macy. Where can they find out more information again? Yeah, go to www.macy.com, M-A-C-I.com. We appreciate you guys having me on. You guys keep up the good work. You do a great job. Appreciate you, man. As always, um, Solomon Wilcox. He says both teams will score over 20 points. Um, Mike thinks it's the last possession kind of game. I mean, the buildup to this thing is going to be interesting. But he's right about the Chiefs. Listen, they've been to the championship game now five straight years. Three of the last four, they've been to the Super Bowl. But he only got one. So that's why I say the pressure's on. You're back. You got the best quarterback in the in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to win this. Right. And as we said, Andy Reid, and we just kind of give a big... But Andy Reid sometimes gets a little tight in some of these big moments. How are they going to handle it? But you could also argue, even though you know uh, the Sirianni coach has been involved in some of these bigger moments with the Eagles, this is now you're the you're the dude. That's you're right. on the spot. You're the one who's going to make that big decision with the clock ticking down. <laughs> and how do you handle your business? It'd be very interesting because Reid's been there and done that. You yeah. Know? Last time the Eagles won the Super Bowl, Patriots, Brady, they scored a lot of points, right? I mean, Brady threw for 500 yards in that right. game and they lost. So. Philly special and all that stuff. We'll see what Sirianni's got up his uh, up his sleeve. Hey, coming up, yeah, man, no man's on the way. Bo's got double duty today. Oh, it's a one-man gang, Carl. Executive producing and our engineer behind the glass. We'll have yeah, man, no man coming up. Hello. It's Dukes and Bell. Get your mind tuned in. Let's go be world champions. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I just saw this, and I just want to comment on it real quick. It's Dukes and Bell. We're going to get to Yeah Man, No Man coming up. Mm -hmm. We also will talk about what's going on around college football. Nick Saban wasted no time in getting his guys. Uh, That's on the way here at 4 o'clock. LeBron was quoted as saying, Mike, um, this is in the New York Times. He's chasing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. Right. He's going to break it tomorrow. I think he needs 36 points. And he says, there are times I wish I could go do normal things. I wish I could go to Target sometimes, walk around Starbucks, have my name on a cup just like regular people. And it just makes me go, hmm, would you take a billion dollars and be LeBron or would you want to be a normal dude to just be able to walk around Target and, you know, put your name on a Starbucks cup every now and then? Um, I'd take the billion dollars and have somebody go get me my Starbucks. (laughs) Just me. Yes, I agree. Just me. And I don't want to be a jerk because I get it. When you lose all autonomy that you can't even be out in the streets, he – he can't. I get it. You're 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 going to be bombarded, but there is something else that you, you can be on the other side of this thing, right. right? And so I saw that, and you know, it's going to be a celebration of LeBron and a celebration of the NBA and the scoring title and all, or not the scoring title, but the uh, the scoring record milestone and all that. But I, I saw that and I was like, really? Like all the things that you? I'd I'd really like to go to Target sometimes, walk around in Starbucks. I've heard presidents say this, like you're in the office and then you leave and then you get back to being a regular person because people are not paying as much attention. I think when you're a sports star, it never goes away. Michael Mm -hmm. Jordan couldn't walk down Peachtree right now. He just couldn't. No, I mean, that is is as they say, the price. The price. That is the price, Mike. All right, let's get to Yeah Man, No Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like we should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one. Not really. From Florida, Kennesaw State, and gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> it's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Bo Morgan. 
to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce, Bigger, Better, Boulder. All right, Bo, what's going on today, my man? You know what, though? I bag on Le- LeBron a lot. Yeah. I get it. Uh, I think some people don't. They they just like that freedom to right. to to be anonymous, right? Yeah, sure. And when you've you haven't had it in the last, because you got to think about it too. It's not like LeBron was a nobody, went to college, made a name for himself. He was literally on covers of magazines when he was like six, 16, 17. That's right. So he's never, he's really never had it. He went from kid to in the public spotlight as a kid. He he. So to his credit, you think about it, he's done such a phenomenal job in the grand scheme of things with how whether you agree with everything he said or things all that whatever. Dude's never been caught in a real scandal and he's no. literally been you want to talk about entitlement? He's had every right to sure. grow up and be the entitled kid. And then you got the chosen one, the Great yeah. Wall article from SI to start the whole thing. Right. So Right. I, I, I actually, I, for once, Squid Billy's right. You can't say anything about LeBron stubbing his toe in the public. No. I mean, and again, even when he did the, you know, the, the decision, that still went to go help the boys and girls clubs, which everyone forgets. I agree. No, it's uh, the way that he's handled his career, and 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 it's easy for us to sit here and say this now, but having known some of these guys and been around some of these guys, and I'm not talking about even LeBron status, just you know, there's star levels, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and he's up there, okay? Um, we talk about worldwide and, and recognizability and all that stuff. But here's the thing. If I said to you, I'm going to give you all of this responsibility, and I'm going to give you all of this money, and I'm going to give you all of this, and in 23 years, I don't want you to screw it up. And I almost dropped a, a bad word. Right. I don't want you to screw it up. Good luck. Most of us would. And he hasn't. He just hasn't. It's a great point, Bo. Yeah, I mean, look, we thought Tiger was the same guy because he was until he wasn't. And then you found out all the skeletons in the closet and then, you know, other, you know, it's just been it's been a tumultuous, tumultuous last, what, 10, 15 years sure. for, and, for Tiger. And, so. and I do think to, to this conversation, we were talking about LeBron and I saw a post where he was like, yeah, I'd just like to be able to walk around Target and maybe put my name on a Starbucks cup and walk around and be normal. And he's just talking about the normal things that we take for granted when you go do things. But Mike said it. There's a price. But, Mike, I do think to Tiger's comment, don't mm-hmm. you think he's back in the good graces of most people? Yeah, I mean, look, if you're still hating on Tiger, that says more about you than it does him. Yeah. You know, and again, his life's not perfect by any stretch. But, you know, as Charles told us years ago, if you want to do the role model thing, you know, prepare to be disappointed. But I'm with you. I, it's funny because years ago, in, when I, we're down in South Florida in, in a oh, – is it uh, – not the Clevelander, at News Cafe, right on Ocean Drive. And there was this dude, and I, I, I see this guy, I recognize this guy like 2000, and it was Batistuta. He was a player of the year in soccer. If he's in Barcelona or in Rome, mob, mob, mob. And he's with his like very sexy late, I presume his wife. And I look over at him and I go, I go, Gabe. And he looks at me and he goes, like across the way, <laughs> and I was like this, and I went like this, and we got it because and obviously in Miami there's a lot of South Americans yeah. and Argentinians and Brazilians, and so they noticed him. He was wearing a Nike hat, and he was down low, and it was kind of funny. It was interesting. It is. Yeah. I mean, and that was a player of the that was like the player of the year in soccer. Most stars, right? And again, this is just pure luck. And I know you got some things you got to get to, right. Bo, but you bring up a great point about LeBron. Stukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Um, and he's chasing this record that's been around for 40 years, uh, and, and I think he's going to get it tomorrow. But most stars, Mike, don't want to be recognized. Right. You've sat next to people first class. We've had these conversations. Right. 
and you recognize a movie actor or you recognize a, a famous singer and they're sitting first class, right, if they're not flying private, and all of a sudden you're like, aren't you? And they may be cool and have a conversation, but they don't want the plane to know that right. they're on the flight. I've been very lucky because I, Squidbill and I love Formula One, so not everybody knows, but coming back from the Miami Grand Prix, I had Jensen Button sitting yep. right behind me. And uh, for those who don't know, Jensen Button was a Formula One champion uh, and, uh, again, drove for years for McLaren and just a good dude. Anyway, but uh, and I'm sitting there, I go, yeah. And, and then he was chatting. We were talking about the race, talking about his career. And I was like, Chris Farley, remember when you won that race in Montreal? And I, see that I, I go down that rabbit hole, which is just what I think they're trying to avoid. But, again, hopefully you have the common sense to cut it off after about two minutes yeah. and not be, like, plaguing them the whole well, time. Well, that, that's the which thing. Which I've got to filter myself and shut up. If, you have the, if that ever happens right. to you, let them cue you. <laughs> Don't be the jerk to be like, oh, my God, I got to call my mom. Hold on. Let them be like, look, this is cool. We're having a conversation. Because sometimes they'll give you those vibes like, I'm just on the flight, and I really don't want to be bothered, but But I I appreciate it. You and I, whenever we've talked about it, Squid's had this before because guys go, yeah, so-and-so's a jerk. Yeah, again, there's 365 days in a year, and you don't know what's going on. So, again, these guys got to be bulletproof 24-7 and not have a life and maybe be in a bad mood. And otherwise, then, regardless, they get killed on social media. Yeah, I mean, look, it throws you off. I know when I've been recognized around Woodstock before because of my (laughs) voice, you know, it's just like, hey, you know, it just throws you off a little bit. I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean... What are you talking about? I'm serious. Race. No, I, 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 I mean, Squid Billy was signing autographs in the square over there. I saw it. Yeah, no, yeah. I go from I go from you know uh, street squid with the language I use there to oh yeah yeah nice to meet you know because 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 now you go okay what have I said in the last three minutes that this guy didn't hear you know recognize right. my voice and then when he did what did I say yeah like am I in trouble so there's have, street squid. Yeah, street. I didn't. I didn't, I, I didn't realize there was street street squid cusses. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. There's a new. There's a new. So uh, you wear disguises. There's a new you, figurine squid, coming you out. You have to wear disguises in your native Woodstock up there. Yeah, man. Place? I wear. Yeah, I mean, you, you, dude, Mike. I'm telling you what, man. Everybody loves a squid, all right. Everybody loves a squid. So you guys just, you know, uh, this is one of the highest rated segments on the radio station. That's why we got two sponsors. I understand. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So uh, real quick. Uh, you know what? Screw it. I'm running the board. I'm the only producer. We can be as late as we want. Okay. That's uh, also true. I'm more important than the dog report anyways. All right. That's, all right no, I'll let Chris know when he comes that. back. Debate that, all right. We know what? <laughs> Don't leave. Okay. Don't leave. Okay. Tough guy. That's what I'll tell him. I'm going to let Turtle know that there's no clock integrity on this you show. You act like Turtle is my running. boss. You are my, I, may I remind you that I'm everyone's I, boss I, I, I other really, than Mike Conti. I don't, I don't think this. so. Is Chris's burgeoning on-air career creating tension behind the glass? Oh, that's a good question. No, I love it. I'm happy for him, man. I'm happy for him. I really am. So, look, look. I want big things for people that okay. put in the work. Unlike other people that came before me who didn't help people who put in mm. the work, mm. I'm going to help the people that put uh. in the work. All right, enough shots taken. I was going to say, you're taking a lot of shots <laughs> Well, here. you know what? I'm sure they're listening anyways. they got nothing else better to do. So Greg Williams and Trent Dilfer have a beef from the 2000 season, apparently. Right. Trent Dilfer claims that Greg Williams stole the Ravens' playbook and admitted it. Listen to this. Play it, Squid. Okay. After week 11, I go to Matt Cavanaugh. I'm like, Matt, you're not going to believe this. And, and you know my personal stuff. I'm early. I stay late. I don't, I don't have my playbook. He's like, what? I'm like, I, I looked everywhere. You know, we got those big duffel bags. I had the same routine every pregame. I mean, there's no way I, I lost this playbook. I'm like, it got stolen uh, in Tennessee. So we go out there for the playoff game. They're calling out everything. I mean, they know what we're doing before we're going to do it. And I never could really say anything about it. You, know, you don't play well. You don't want to use it as an excuse. Defense carries us once again. 
And I'm at an NFL function with Greg Williams probably 12 years ago, and he admits that he stole that sucker out of the locker room. And I mean, to this day, to this day, it pisses me off. Wow. I see Greg Williams somewhere, and he says, man, that must have been rough knowing that we had your playbook. So not only are you playing a great defense, but you're playing a great defense that has the answers to the test before the test. Hey, man, all's fair. Now, here's the question. Does that get you into Patriot territory? Yes. That you're saying, wait yes. a minute, that's dirty pool? Or if someone's dumb enough to leave that stuff out there unprotected, so be it. Like when Kyle Shanahan freaked out, we thought the playbook, which is apparently... Uh, iPad. You know, it's an iPad, but obviously there's you know it's, there's safety measures and stuff. And it's, you know, but that's had the Patriots gotten it would that have been all's fair in love and war well remember when we lost that was the whole joke right that the right. Patriots had gotten the play I presume it's encrypted yeah I mean listen uh, you know there's there's fingerprint and codes and all mm-hmm. that stuff to get in it but either way man that to me that's like the lowest thing you can do like well, that takes away from the competitiveness of what you what you what teams are striving to do like here's the deal if you're gonna watch the Super Bowl Sunday Right. I don't want to know that the Eagles stole the Chiefs' playbook and then they win the Super Bowl. I can't accept that. Let me tell you something. First off, that's worse than what the Patriots did. That's worse because at least the Patriots had to film, watch, read, you know, read lips. They had to decipher. You got the playbook. You most likely got all the audible calls. Yeah. You got the actual plays. You know, if if he if he checks to something, Omaha. Yeah, like, but but you might you if you know sometimes they'll they'll check whole you, anything you can hear. It's it's a complete. Greg Williams is a scum of the earth, by the way. Well, I mean, I mean, for those Thank who don't you. remember, Greg Williams is a guy that again he he's got the look. He looks like he yeah he looks like a dirtbag, and he's and he's and he was a dude. Remember for those Bounty Gate amongst other things and. Yeah, he's got that rep. Yeah. Yes, complete scum. I thought that was really interesting because I'm not a Trent Dilfer fan, but that was on ESPN's 30 mm. for 30 that they that aired uh, Sunday uh, called Bullies of Baltimore. So I, I'm actually going to check it out now because now now mm. I'm like, hey, what else is in there? No, but it's really good. I, pretty good. I, I'm halfway through um, because I, I, there was so much stuff on last night and I just couldn't watch it all. But it is about the 2000 Ravens defense. Right. And unfortunately, they, they I say unfortunately because Goose passed away, but he was a part of this before right. he passed. So they got these guys together. They got Ray Lewis and Rod right. Woodson. And I love Syracuse. I know I, I, oh. I never said people don't like Tony Syracuse. A good dude. We both He's spent great. time with him. Great, great person, big personality. Right. But they got all those guys together. And Billick, and right. they, they put them together, and they've got an audience, and they're talking about these moments of the 2000s. And I'm halfway through, Bo. Unreal. Like, it's to me, it's already one of the best 30 for 30s that I've seen in a very long time. Now, so check it out. Had you told me they stole the Giants playbook, that might make it easier for some Giants. But that was one of the worst Super Bowls of all time. That was with the case, uh, Kerry Collins Giants team yeah. with Seahorn. They got smoked. Yeah, Jason uh, Seahorn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, guys. As always, Yeah Man No Man is brought to you by the W Sauce. America's Worcestershire Sauce. Bigger, better, bolder. Get over to WSauce.com. Find a retailer near you. And, hey, don't forget our friends at the Georgia Hemp Company uh, and the GeorgiaHempCompany.com. Use the code SquidBilly10. You can get some B- CBD cream like Carl got yeah. earlier today and yeah. like Ike got some dog treats. So right don't forget, get over to our friends <laughs> at the Georgia Hemp Company. Squid, hit my music. Man, he's he's taxed. This guy is he's the ultimate multitasker. And again, if you see Squid Billy guys up there in Woodstock, it's approach with caution because you know street squid, street squid you may encounter it could be ugly. <laughs> Coming up, Alabama mm. finds their guys, and while they did it, they did something else. Uh-huh. There was a cause and effect to this whole situation. We'll uh-huh. talk about it next. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 